and welcome to episode 12 of Ramble. I must say it's a record between episodes 11 and 12. I think the, 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 the time between 10 and 11 was a long time. It was, it was. I think it was like two months. We're pretty sporadic. We are actually, but I think from the massive popularity of the last episode, we're now back with a vengeance. And I would like to start off today with a bugbear of mine that, uh, so anyway, I've, I've been going to a gym a bit, you know, a bit more these days. That's good to see. I have yeah, no, you can tell. You look good. I've been monitoring good. my daily growth, and which has been large. And <laughs> it's not vertical. It's, it's like, <laughs> uh, and one of the classes when you go into the fitness first is yoga. Mm. But under 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 the the board, it goes exercise. Uh, sorry, on the top of the board, the umbrella. Yeah. Description. Yeah. Amongst body attack and whatever it is, pump is yoga. Yeah. Now I want us to ask the question. Is yoga an exercise? Like, well, if you exercise, think, I should, oh, sorry, well, sorry. If you've done yoga, can you say that you've just exercised? Well, I believe it's exercise I, for lazy people. Honestly, I believe that. It, it has a place. Should it be the entirety of your workout, right? If you go to yoga five times per week, have you worked out? No. No, of course you haven't. No, you've stretched, which yes. most people do. You know, you, know, you know you both sound like gentlemen who have never yoga properly, if I'm going to be frank. I think... It has to be part of every balanced exercise regime. Would you do arm day every day, Bubs? No, you wouldn't. You no, look wouldn't like Popeye to. with little pin legs. You've got to do a nice, you have to do a, a nice balanced regime, and yoga forms that balanced regime. I, I, I maybe agree. Throw, maybe, maybe throw in a Pilates. Who knows? I, I, I have, I have no issue with that. I'm completely on board. But there are a lot of people, particularly... I mean, you lived in... Uh, I don't know, is Redfern the eastern suburbs? Not really. Redfern is the, the, the dirt of the east. Yeah, the dirt of the east. So, <laughs> so Ben lived in, in the scummiest area of the east, yeah. except for the cross, I guess. But anyway, in the east, there are a lot of people now who just yogis, and that's all they do. They're just very supple, but no strength whatsoever. Well, at least with the Pilates... Doesn't it, doesn't it there's, promote there's, core? No, the, the, core pilates, the Pilates is the core, and you've got some movement. Where and I had a conversation at work today about something about this. And he goes, "Well, uh, exercise when you sweat. So what about the, the hot yoga and like the Bikram? But that's not that's not heart rate sweat. That's just heat, yeah. disgusting. Yeah, your barbellat sweat. No, but I, I'll sweat in, in 15 degrees. This is true. Yeah, that, that, that hot hot Pilates that Daniel and I did together was was up there with one of the most unpleasant experiences of my life. Yeah, but you got Apart no cardio. Sorry, carry Apart on. from the fact that we were doing a, a move called the reverse turtle, Listen to this. and the yogi, or whoever you've called them, told me to stay in my position and got everyone else to watch because I was executing the reverse turtle absolutely perfectly. A guy can't touch his toes, he's executing, and I'm going to back him up, because we were all looking mouths open. The surly man... Was he actually doing it properly? No, he was doing it phenomenally. No, he was, no, was in the zone. The next, the next move was horrendous. Yeah. Probably like touching your toes or touching your knees. But he was – because you like, lean back and he's got this – he must have no ligaments in his knees. I don't know how well, he, he does, does it. He's just a, he's just a near ego. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah, try to do that now. Um, <laughs> but but then, then you get the other things. So you'll get these, these maestros or whatever they are, yoga instructors, and they'll say, well, this stretch is really going to help you digest your food later today. How? Please explain to me how. Uh, that's that's cuck nonsense. No, that's nonsense. That's like that's like a naturopath telling you to have four lavender drops before yeah. every full moon to help with you know indigestion. It's witchcraft. It sounds like he knows it very well, actually. 
<laughs> that was a, a very accurate diagnosis. Too accurate. But but it's true. So if you say so if it's stretching and then I'm having like, of course it's an exercise. Well, is Tai Chi exercise? You wouldn't consider that exercise? No, not really. Um, and and just following on from this, like you talk about like recreational exercises, like people who like just go to the gym but don't play any sport and just recreationally use steroids, which you see a lot of like Bondi Junction Fitness First, right? Yes. Like I, I just don't understand that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like is your willingness to look? I would say they think they look good, like that strong that you're willing to take performance enhancing drugs as a recreational gym enthusiast. And the dong, the dong shrinkage. And the dong shrinkage. Like, you're willing to trade in all of that sort of stuff, your kidneys and your dong, just to have puffy muscles. It's it's very odd. So and once you stop exercising, things fall off a cliff exquisitely fast. Really? And then there's acne, right. and the acne. Is it? But, yeah, actually, yeah. I don't interest. Is... You stare at these guys when you're there. You must be at your bench, just with one kilo weight doing this, just giving them the stare. How do you know? I'm, on, so I'm onto the twos. <laughs> you're onto the two. I'm onto the two. <laughs> I've got to notice that. Is are steroids an illegal substance if you're not yeah, a professional not pres- athlete? Yeah, they're not. No, I think if you're a professional athlete, they're definitely illegal, Ben. But I think if you're not prescribed steroids, they're illegal. But why? Well, because they do damage to your body, I guess, and it's like any it's, any drug that these states so, the, the authorities so regulate. So it's a great point. It's like. You know, you can't make cigarettes illegal, which they're not. So, so you're just saying, well, this goes to a whole other topic. Like, should you just be taxing the shit out of steroids? No, well, that's actually a fair point. But that, that's not <laughs> I mean, that's, that's for next week. No, that's for next week. But on, on to, um, like, a tie gym. is like, we, I think we briefly talked about the women gym attire and so why they come out wearing makeup and low cut and not a sweat on the brow at all. Yeah. What, what is the reason is just to attract the opposite sex? Is that is that the reason? But sure, I mean, or, is it to, just, or is it to to make the other women jealous? I think actually oh, that's, that's probably yes, that's probably the driving factor because women are very like snippy with each other. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like if there's a good looking guy, like I'm happy to say he's a good looking rooster. But if there's like a good looking woman, another woman will actively point out a flaw with that woman. They're very very competitive. I find. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Far more so than we are. Anyway, uh, look, uh, so what I'm saying is I think the makeup and the low-cut stuff's less for the male benefit and more for the competitive well, environment. Well, spe- speaking of attire, actually, something of which I notice, and I notice whenever I bring up a topic, it's my story, but it could be your story, but for the purposes of the listener, it's always my story. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> is attire in the workplace. Yeah. So legitimately, actually, I did have a discussion with someone at work the other day about this. That is the tie now seen as a cunt move. It's passe. There's no need not, for the it's tie. Way past passe. I think the guy's a douche. If he wears a tie. It's not just a faux pas, he's a douche. It's you true. Even no, oh, Ben? I mean, really? From, when was the last time you wore a tie, Ben? <laughs> uh, maybe 18 months ago, probably. <laughs> yeah. um, the last tie I wore was a bow tie. Oh, oh, of course, it is a smart look. Um, is it? It is a great look. No, but but I feel like any kind of full attire in the workplace is going is going to be gone soon. Oh, I mean, yeah. In reality, it makes no sense Why? to have a prescribed formulaic outfit that everyone has to wear when it should just be you want to wear something that makes you look good, makes you feel good, makes you want to get up in the morning, makes people want to look at you, yeah. and and carries an air of respect. Doesn't matter what that is, be that a jean of a skinny variety and a boot. Or a suit with a bow tie. 
Yeah, it's, it, it should it, just be up. Oh, it's like a school uniform for adults. The suit. I don't like it. The chino has come back with the force. I, I have the chino, the shirt, but the rolled up sleeve. So it's almost like I'm smart, but I'm not too douchey. Yeah, you're approachable. You know. I, I, I am. No, you, that sounds pretty douchey. That sounds pretty douchey. What, um, about, what about the R.M. Williams boots? You know, so like the workman boots, so the very expensive workman boots. Is that a douche look? If you're if you're not comfortable camping and dealing with fires in an open paddock, then you shouldn't be wearing R.M. Williams. Well, I'm, I've got an R.M. Williams like belt strap, but I mean, you have you are known for your giant belts, but, so but, it's a different story. It, it goes well. It, it's it's sharp. It's profesh. I'm not. I'm not. How would you handle it? yourself out in a in a field with an open flame? Well, what I'd do is I would get my electric lighter. I'd bring yep. my food caravan mm. and I my portable my RV and I'd I'd uh, camp in my RV. That's I, essentially I would expect you to light a flint off your belt, and then <laughs> then I would say it's okay. I don't like the Iron Williams boots. They like. Go to the country. Exactly what Ben said. Why, why are you in my face with that? Yeah, it's a country boot that's $500. It just seems ridiculous in an urban environment. It's very odd. Anyway. I just don't get it. I don't know. Um, but it's a... But I mean, but when you go and see a client, Daniel, do you wear... Do you, do you spruce yourself up? Do you put a tie on? The, the smartest I'll go, and this is fair, and, and often it's like almost um, geographical. So if I've got a meeting in the city, I mm. think... The maximum I go is a suit jacket, no tie, definitely no yeah, tie. Yeah, definitely no. I mean, I sell renewables. If I'm wearing a tie, the guy's like, "You don't know what you're doing." That's absolutely what he's doing. <laughs> you need tweed pads. What? How did you connect renewables with no tie? It's like you know, I'm the young, hip trend growth. Yeah. You know, no, I'm, man, coal, coal is the it. hip and trendy now. Get I'm, into coal, man. That's it's coming from the petrol baron. Out west. Out the petrol baron out west. Wanting coal back in the dark ages. Coal is sexy again. He's got his like, his uh, wide phone with the, you know, the the 100 meter cord, you know, back in the day. I don't know what that has to do with coal. He's back in the days. He's he's past days, 20 years from now. Come on, mate. Jeez. Sorry, my my apologies. Nothing here, mate. Um, So, on a um, topic that you actually mentioned. Yep is talking about relations ships yep sorry yeah. which one relations really or relationships really really smooth segue well because it came up now it came up just before now we've spoken to you about your segues and that they need to improve. yeah your segues need improvement i know really well bad. he's got it written down in front of him as well it makes it worse no i think well, that's try again because i've got my topics left here and yeah, it needs to be done yeah anyway anyway um we need to address um how breakups are done because how I approach them... Yeah. You'd be, you'd be swift in your No, but how I approach Kurt. them is very different to how Art Barb's approaches them. Okay. Well, how, how do you approach them and how do you, you believe they should be approached? Well, the expectation needs to be done very early. So if you're on a date, the expectation needs to be done early, of which then... Once you, what, ben, what are you doing? Sorry for all the listeners at home. He's taking a stroll down around his house. You, you settled there, Ben? Good. Oh, oh, we've lost no, audio. We've lost audio. <laughs> well done, Ben. Well done. We'll pause, we'll pause the podcast until he gets audio back. And we're back. Um, so hey. we talked about um, breakups. So it needs to be done swift. Yeah. Because the expectation needs to be clear. This is what I'm in for. And you need to be perceptive about things in the first date. You need to potentially 
penetrate, understand what that's like, then done. On the first, and then it's over. Well, if you know that it's not going to last, why carry it on? But do you make that clear before the penetration that you're aware it's not going to last? Are you, are you talking about penetrating? Is it penetrating the breakup or actually penetrating the woman? He's a very literal man, Ben. So I, I, know, I know. I know. I, I take it back. I, I know that he would never mean it to like penetrate a mind. It would always no, be no, penetrate. No. He's, not, he's not a man of metaphor. No, but if it, no, but it, it wouldn't be penetrating the mind. It would be penetrating because that's the type of situation we're dealing with. It's not a mental connection. It's purely a physical chemistry. Depends if it went in the new station. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, no, so it's a swift break. It's a penetration, especially for you who thinks every girl would be ridiculous in bed. Every- I absolutely do not think that. Yes, you do. If they got an ass <laughs> and you think that they'll maybe... T- Go on all fours at some point, and they will be ridiculous, right? That's that's your perception. So you're there. Bob, do you deny, do you deny this? <laughs> Absolutely, categorically oh, we've, denied. We've gone through at nauseum his lack of prowess in bed and his low expectations. I don't know how you're time. an expert on my prowess in bed. <laughs> we I have no it. idea. Well, you because you couldn't. You sweat too much to perform multiple acts in the bedroom. You need to be still. The fan is going, and <laughs> I, I am very cool. <laughs> no, you need a, you need a, you need an extra fan in there. Get a couple of fans, different <laughs> you angles. Have, you would have multiple fans in all directions. This myth about my perspiration has really gone too far. <laughs> no, it has not. Anyway, so back to the topic at B that you need to understand whether it's going places or not. Mm-hmm. And if you think it, there's nothing wrong with thinking that she's going to be amazing in bed, doing it and ending it straight away. See, not whilst you're in, you have to at least <laughs> do it straight away. No, but why, right. why Why couldn't you do it? Okay, fine, whatever, the next day. Because isn't that a dick move? Isn't that a dick why? move to sleep with someone? And then they're like, well, maybe this is going somewhere. You know, we've had an intimate situation. And then you're like, it's over. Granted, granted, if you've waited 10 dates to do it, then yes, there's been enough time to develop feelings. But if there's been like one or two dates, there's no feelings. And if there's what about if there's like four dates? Uh, end it swiftly. As long if, if four dates, as long as you've made it known that you not sure about looking for a relationship in general, then yes, I think you can legitimise that. So hypothetical here for you. You go on a first date, you sit down immediately, immediately. You know she is. This is it. One date, one date, wonder goodbye. Yes. Yeah. Would you still stop her you know without under, without understanding? Whether or not this would be something that would be emotionally penetrative to her her mind. Well, T doesn't take her mind into consideration, clearly. Whereas not after I one would... date. Not after one date. The mind is not there. So she's after not one date. human after one date. No, after one date, it is physical. It is not emotional. But it, for them, rarely, okay. I don't know like what your dating history is like, but rarely coitus will happen on the first date. Really? Well, that's where you're going to be going wrong, Bubs. Uh, I, I, I don't think that's going <laughs> but, but wrong. I, I, don't think, I don't think you could claim that I'm hanging with the wrong women because they won't sleep with me on the first day. Your relationship <laughs> like, is it's like two or three months. But what? either go for a year or go for a week. What, what's the, the three months is like an awkward time. This goes back. You saw your binary tick, okay? It's black or white with you. There's nothing in between. What's three months? What One date and months? a year. Ben, back me up. What's, no, a year. Oh, well, yeah, no, but the, the problem is he's rubbing off on you a little bit too. Oh, that's yes, nonsense. Why would you swing at me when he's vulnerable? What's three months, Ben? <laughs> yeah, sorry, what is a three-month relationship? Explain that. What, what? What's three months? It's like it's an awkward time in a relationship. Either make it a week, of which of which you know it's not going to be there. Either make it casual or make it a year if there's a connection. 
So once you yeah, but what if there's a connection for a month and then and then there's not a connection in three months? Well, it's like it's an absurd thing no, to say. No, no, you should not after the first date. You should be perceptive. Otherwise, don't don't put yourself out there. So you've never changed your mind after a week? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. No. And I know his dating history, and this is absolute cuck. My nonsense. dating history has been long term or very short. There's been very, there'd be no like, there's been no four month relationships. There'd been a lot of uncertainty within a four month period. Let's leave it at that. In where the last, the last <laughs> one. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, well, dangerous like, territory. Yes. <laughs> well, what, what are your thoughts? Actually, well, Ben's obviously in the, oh. in, the in the longest of terms. Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, but, so I mean, I think I, I'm it. going with. The, I've gone beyond your one year rule. Well, I know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, yeah. So what should I do, Laz? Well, don't have to speak to me. You speak to Barb's. Barb's has never reached the. You, like, the three I, what and a half are you months. saying, Ben? You're saying you want to end it. And how do you end it? Well, I don't know. Laz is telling me it's either one month or one year, and that's that's all there is to it. So uh, what do I do if I've gone beyond that year? No, it's a bit. The year was. The year was no, no, the, it was a week or a year or longer. It was assumed, Ben. It was assumed. A year or longer. Never. The awkwardness is the three. Your months. theories, your theories are so shit, <laughs> and they make no <laughs> okay, sense, and are so poorly thought out. Uh, they are, and they are not for the every man. They are for one man, <laughs> and that's you. <laughs> but then, okay, let's say it's a week, right? And you realise you want to end it. How do you end it? Do you just drift off quietly into the into the distance? You, you text. You just text. Why? Why would you, you don't owe her anything? It's a week. Okay. Is that, can we agree to that at least? After a week, yeah, I think it's just a text. Like knowing you after three months, you have to have an emotional goodbye. You need to have a hot air balloon ride and just come to terms with the fact that you might have to be That buzz right. You are so binary. You've gone from a text to a hot air balloon ride. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying Barbs. Barbs is like that. After three months, he needs to take her on a week-long trip through Europe to try and explain to her why he can't see her anymore. Yeah, well, she needs time to decompress. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It's like therapy after you come back from war. You know, like I can't just chuck her back into general population. Well, if if after one date you saw that she had a lot of plastic surgery, would you? Would that be a deal? Oh, right I'm now? not a fan of plastic surgery in the slightest, right? While I respect someone's right to go down that route, if I'm with a woman and I find out that the breasts are fake, I'm a little disappointed. I'd rather no breasts than large fake breasts, even if it's a good job. Hold, and on, I, and I, hold, hold on, large fake? What if they were just fake? Do they have to be large? Okay, then good size fake, good mm-hmm. job. I prefer no breasts, just natural. Would you know what helps if they've got a little titty, and then they put the silicon behind the muscles? Then so it feels, then it feels, it feels more good. Rare. And, and they're yeah, getting very good now, aren't they? Like no, to, to the point, like where so, sometimes you're not sure. But if they, no, no, if they had no titty, zero titty, then you're sure. But then, that's the question: is it a physical, is it a physical thing, or is it like a mental thing, knowing that they've had it done? It's a, it's, a, it's definitely a mental, it's definitely a mental thing because I think the. The actual surgery now, the, the, the work, the craftsmanship is, is very, very good. It's not like it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what? So, so would you do not respect them because they have plastic surgery? No, I, I absolutely respect their choice. But I just like to kind of be with someone who didn't feel the need to do that, was comfortable enough in themselves, right? That, that's it. Like, I, I completely understand if someone wants to do it. But... Just for me, ideally, look, it wouldn't be so like. What about a nose job? Once they had a terrible nose and they had a nose job. Well, how terrible? Terrible. Well, I mean, no, like, Les had, had a bit of a nose job. No, no, you don't know. Well, you've had three, <laughs> haven't you? <laughs> you don't know them pre-nose job. You don't know them post. So, is a nose job better than a boob job? No, they're they're, they're the same. So you would. 
Are they? I think they're the same. Yeah. From a social, from a social because perspective, it's a, yeah, it but, is viewed. It, it, the nose job is way more. Yeah, but for accepted. me, it's, it's for me, it's it's all about like how they feel about themselves. But what was if that yeah. made them feel more confident? Then that's absolutely fine. Like, and and it wouldn't be like, oh, you've had some plastic surgery, it's over, right? It's not like that. It's just in a perfect world, I would be like, this. what? Like, if, if if my girlfriend, came what about to a me, vaginal upgrade? Vaginal upgrade? What? It's called a vaginal rejuvenation. What is involved in a vaginal rejuvenation? It makes. You I think it's a, just a general tightening of the re- the region. How how do you even do that? Your girlfriends would never have to worry about that. <laughs> never loosen anything. That mine, is... mine rejuvenate. That's why it's the weak. The weak they can't handle anymore. They, they, they finish. Yeah, but that's because you're very jittery and their backs are sore. <laughs> you're very hard on the lower back. <laughs> the lower back. Well, I'm just like, Lord, I'm just like rested on the lower back. Is that essentially what I've done? No, you're like a, you're like, like a, a chihuahua. Yeah, yeah no, yes. I've been described that. <laughs> I'm, I have no doubt you have. And Megan, his girlfriend's in the next room. It'd be good to bring her out and get some insight on this. No, none of this. Thank you. <laughs> so, Ben, what are your thoughts about this? Well, about plastic surgery. Yes, no, about cars. Uh, Politics, Ben. About, about what? Where, where are we? What are we talking about We're now? We're talking about plastic surgery. You're constantly looking over your shoulder. Is is Gemma irate? What, what's going on? No, 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 no. I'm just stretching my neck. No, I'm in a room all by myself. Stretching your neck. Anyway, plastic surgery, Ben. What are your thoughts? You're an enlightened man. Uh, I think I think it's all about what it does for the person who has it done. They sh- it's not about anyone else, Mr. Barblatt. No, I think mm, you should respect them for the decision they make. Yes. I, I, I have no issue. It's just in a perfect world. Like, um, all I'm saying is that if, my, if, if, the girl, hold on, if, if the girl that I was with came to me and said, I want to get a boot job, I'd say, I really don't think you need to. Like, I, I, I see no reason for that. If you still want to go ahead with it, then I'll be supportive. But I, I, it wouldn't make any difference to me. I know, you sound like a bit of a dick yeah. move by on your right. part, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know how that makes me sound like a dick. <laughs> All right, look, I want, to move, I want to move on to a segment that I've been wanting to talk about for a while because we got a man out of the three of us who – probably the only person in Australia who hates Triple J. Uh, yeah. He hates Triple oh, J. Oh, yeah, the, their, he ratings hates all the, the, he hates, their ratings are through the roof, Ben. He hates everything that it represents. He doesn't like original sound. He doesn't like thinking and thought-provoking music. Hate thinking. And Hate particularly, particularly doesn't like it when they come up with fun, creative names for their bands. Don't get me started. So what I what I thought we could do is every week I'll uh, look at what's what's hot, find a band name, and um, we can we can just talk about the merits of, of said name and, and the music they're producing. Yeah, can we can we guess genres? Uh, you certainly can. Oh, excellent. So. So the first one to me jumped out at me quite quickly. It was I think we it was found on Home and Hosed, which is a, a segment that I know Laz particularly enjoys. <laughs> Home um, and Hosed. Who was that done? Was that from a DJ who's not funny talking about the Mildura f- music festival that happened over the weekend? No, this, about artists yeah, that was, no one has ever heard of. And it was sick, man. It was sick. Um, no, so the the name of the band is Gonzo's Moon Womb. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. What is that? I'm going to guess indie rock. You can't and guess Daniel, indie rock because every band on Triple J plays indie rock. That's the that's the shitty thing. They all nah, sound the same. They're like, Drake, hippity, they're like Drake's voice. They sound the same every song. <laughs> indie. Okay, so I'm going to tell you just the brief, the brief description. The brief description of Gonzo's Moonworm. It's a schismatic meld of unique instrumentation, diverse stylistic elements, experimentation. A tonality, unconventional rhythms, aggression juxtaposed with funkiness and improvisation, fused into a volatile, yet accessible new sound, challenging 
the traditional backwards narrow constraints of musical I'm done, definition. Nah, stop. That is the longest stop. sentence I've ever heard. I heard aggressive and volatile because that's what it made me. <laughs> Honestly. So, I mean, but what do you, what do you think that what do you think that represents? Why do you think they chose Gonzo's moon womb? I honestly is does the, does the lead singer have a big nose? Like Gonzo, Gonzo's. Who was Gonzo? Muppets. Gonzo had the massive nose. Oh, right, Gonzo. Yeah. So it'd be oh, was, Gonzo's moon yeah, womb. Moon womb. Moon womb. Moon womb. I, the, the aggression sitting next to me right now. I'm sitting next to Daniel. Why? And the aggression why? is palpable. But why? I, I, there was another band on Triple J called King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Just name your <laughs> just name your band the Lizards. I will... It's very close to the Beatles, but still different. The Lizards. That's all you need to do. Just why? No one gives a shit about the band name. No, artistic, no one cares what the band name artistic is. Artistic expression, man. When you're saying... When you're describing the Beatles, when you think of the Beatles, are you actually thinking of a Beatle? No, you think of the band members. You think about the songs. No one gives... Like, why Gonzo's Moon Womb? It's hard to say. Moon Womb. Gonzo's Moon Womb. Gonzo's yeah, but, moon but it says, like, casual. are you a Wormer? Are you a Wormer? Yeah, man, I'm a Wormer. What is the like, schismatic... You know? What did you say? The schismatic. Schismatic. It's schismatic. It's 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 raw. It's volatile. It's it's sort of it's just alive. It's, pathetic, it's really interesting. It yeah. Honestly, it's an organism. That music is an organism. It's not like your Tiesto, which is just rep- repetitive nonsense. Moonwormers <laughs> know what music is. Do you know what the funny thing is that whenever I mention to someone how much I hate Triple J, they get so angry. Yeah, it's ingrained in the Australian culture. It, great. Oh, and the top the top one hundred. Like everyone gets on the bandwagon for the top 100. I do. What a rubbish hundred. Of which, of which. It's most actually of the called songs... the hottest 100. Just you're probably the only person in Australia who doesn't know that. What did I say? <laughs> the hottest 100. The top 100. <laughs> and 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 hasn't there been controversy over the last few years that the that the the top songs have been like pop songs that that aren't even respected by Triple J listeners? Is that not the case? So they've gone commercial, is what you're saying? Well, no, the ones so. that win, the ones that win are the most accessible songs. That's what it is. But this is what I want to know, right? As soon as a, a song becomes successful commercially, they are so happy to say, ah, oh, start on Triple J, start on Triple J. Yeah, because they find infant musicians no, and artists. No, if, if they're going to go indie, they need to stay indie and the band stay so indie that they'll never get commercial. That's how indie I'm sorry, have you, have you heard the latest song by Taylor Swift? It is the worst song ever written and it gets <laughs> played... Agree. 20 times an hour on every commercial radio station. Well, what do you do? That is what Triple J does. What do you listen it to commercials? It fosters quality music. <laughs> I would just stay with my um, SoundCloud. Not SoundCloud. Um, what's the... Spotify. 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 Oh, and a big shout out to my cousin's band, Derek Achim. Great band. Just FYI, I thought I'd, I'd do the first plug. Religious hip-hop. <laughs> so... Now, Lonzo's Moonworm could be opening for the religious hip hop soon. I can't wait for next. I can't wait for next week with the empty, empty tear around the broken window pane comes out. Uh, ridiculous. That's uh, a good song, actually. Final, final. That was a band, idiot. So, uh, ne- uh, final thoughts time. Yep. Bob, do you want to begin? Yeah, happy to begin. Um, so I was in Singapore last week on holiday, and one thing that I noticed in Singapore is a lot of men are bejeweled. They wear a lot of jewellery, big necklaces and, and rings, and I like it. I like it. I'd like to see more of it in Australia. So I was wondering about your thoughts. I, I like it. The family crest on the ring? Is it Tell me that's not well. classy. On the it's the pageantry, ring. isn't it, Bob? It's the pageantry. <laughs> it is the pageantry, and it adds gravitas. 
I, I really do like you it. need to be a bigger man to pull it off, do you think? I, I, or do you think a petite man can pull it off? It's hairy, and you can only do up your shirt with at least two buttons, and the rest needs to be stomach. Well, I think that helps. I, I really do. But but I, I, I like it, and I'm thinking of, of going down the bejeweled path. And I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it if you disapprove. With what? Ben, I know, you, I know you'll be supportive. I'll support you through anything. <laughs> what? You're going to, like, what, forever new and buy that toy jewellery there? Is that what you're going to buy? What do you have that you can wear? What do I have? Yes. I'm going to get the, the, the big the big chain with the, with the massive with the dollar clock. sign? No, the massive clock. Wear a clock. A clock. A clock? Like I could have, or a Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't respect that. Yeah. And I don't respect you. I figured you wouldn't. And, and, and I put it to you, Bubs, you will never ever bejew yourself. Yes, and, and you'll never appear on this podcast, nor will you ever appear in public. Uh, uh, ben, your final thought? Um, I, my final thought is just you have to respect the power of garlic. So... <laughs> I um oh, I went out I went out on Saturday night um without without my wife and had as part of an ASEAN meal a meal that's description was garlic snow peas and not much snow peas uh, and it was just snow peas just with garlic and it was absolutely delicious I got home late so I, I just crawled into my side of the bed drunk, and when I woke up as well? to wake to, you know, to give my wife a kiss on the cheek and wish her a good morn, she said, get out of my face, you stink of garlic. <laughs> I then washed my teeth three times in that day, and still, three not three more times you normally brush your teeth, mate. Yes, indeed, it was a big day for me. <laughs> three times, and my mother, at the end of the day, commented that my breath had an issue. So, wow. just respect the power of garlic. I will take a garlic smell of the flavour of coriander any day, any day, and we've had this discussion. We have, but, I don't but you have a you have an undeveloped palate, and you don't like music. That's good. So moving on. Cool. Uh, at, at that, uh, my final thought, quick final thought is photography. The new man's. Uh, well, every man's an artist now. Right? Yeah, the, the, the yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I was trying to describe that. Uh, the I the new man's hobby. The new man's hobby is probably no, the one. No, it's, it's the average man's talent. Yeah, the average man's talent. Like, you buy a drone, you move it around left and right, and all of a sudden you're a fantastic landscape uh, photographer. Yeah, and then you you change the uh, contrast to black and white. Right? Oh yeah, don't get me don't get me started on filters. Yeah. So you guys have a problem with this? Is this a bad thing? Isn't no, it a great thing that men are expressing themselves? Lose, leave the photographers to the guys that will put in the time and the money into good equipment. And good lining, and they'll sit there Fine. for seven Fine. days. And but then no one should play sport amateurly. No, they'll just don't. leave it to the professionals no, to don't play bombard Instagram. Sport. Don't bombard Instagram. Don't sit there, sit at a location for seven days, and take the perfect shot like David Attenborough, and that I'll respect. Yeah, agree. Take the perfect shot of a lion eating uh, a leaf. You haven't moment. seen my you haven't seen my sourdough my sourdough baking shots, and I've just launched an Instagram account, Sourdough Kings. <laughs> And it's going to be full of outstanding close-ups of crumbly, oh. delicious sourdough bread. So everyone at Sourdough Kings, look it up. And uh, at, that's at, photography. At Good Times Sourdough Cream? And, uh, no, just Good Times Green and Sourdough Kings. They're my father. <laughs> at at, uh, at EmptyMoonWomb.com. Gonzo's Moonwomb. And everyone Go, check out Gonzo, at Gonzo Moonwomb. At that, that leaves the end of our podcast. 
Uh, we'd like to please, as usual, uh, sign up to SoundCloud uh, and uh, sign up to our Facebook group. And very exciting news next week about an event that we will be entering next year in September in Sydney. Hold out for that. Very exciting news. Let's go with it now. Ramble will be live at the Fringe Festival in Sydney. It's oh, very exciting. Wow. Oh, wow. We're 32 minutes. We can't talk about it too long because people will have switched off by now. But Fringe Festival will give you more details next week. Absolutely. Buy tickets now before they go fast. Buy them online at ramble.com. Bye. <laughs>